Welcome to Cancer's Over Now What podcast, the podcast to help you start creating a disease-free body and begin taking your health back. I'm your host, Tanya, and I've been through cancer myself and know the devastation it can have on the body. So I'm a firm believer in putting focus on building up the immune system by detoxing, clean eating, supplementing, and following an overall holistic lifestyle. When you intuitively put focus back into you and your health, you will begin to feel great again, have less fears about a recurrence, and realize your potential and purpose. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes here and periodically having guests on talking about all things health and wellness, of course. So if you love this and you know you're going to be coming back for more, don't forget to subscribe and hit the bell to be notified of all upcoming episodes. Are you ready? Great. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, Erica. So thank you again for coming on and doing another podcast with me. So. Of course. Thank you for having <laughs> me again. I, I love chatting all things health with you because I feel like you and I are so aligned. Yeah, definitely. We have a lot in common. So today we're going to be talking about um, healing and how it has brought us closer to God through our journey. And I, I wanted to do this podcast with you because you have an amazing story and I just love learning from you and listening to everything that you that you share. But before we do that, I wanted to see if you can introduce yourself. Yeah. So I'm Erica Matthews, and I have been coaching for around eight years. Uh, I was diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer out of the blue in March of 2020. And leading up to the diagnosis, I had little to no symptoms. And so when I got the news, I was quite shocked. And uh, they actually say that ovarian cancer is the deadliest cancer because you don't know you have it until it's stage four. And there's frankly not really any great treatment out there. Chemo doesn't work for ovarian cancer. Uh, you know, that's actually what I've done my research on and what I, I heard from a chemo doctor herself. Uh, but she had encouraged me to take it um, because of it what she said, it would encourage a life, like a life, um, just like a life extension basically. And so I just, but I just couldn't do it in all my research. And so I did mostly holistic treatment. Um, but yeah, so that was two and a half years ago and I'm, I'm thriving, I'm doing amazing and truly God has led me every single step of the way. And so from the cancer diagnosis, um, I've had just different coaching programs that have been birthed from, the cancer journey. So yeah, I'm living life and loving life too. That's amazing. I, I love your story because actually I was, I was looking for a picture of you today for this podcast. And I happened to find one of your um, recordings that you did when you were going through your cancer. And, oh, wow. watched it. and I was like, man, even then you have such amazing faith and optimism. And, you know, like for me, when I was going through my cancer journey, mm. I, I mean, it definitely grew me closer to God and I leaned on him for faith and, you know, mm -hmm. to get me through it. But I was so fearful. Like I was really scared. And mm -hmm. so I, just, I don't know. I just loved how you just looked so like, yep, God's got this. <laughs> wow. I, I'll have to see what video that was because I it, honestly, it took me about two and a half months from diagnosis 
to get to, to where I had like this absolutely unshakable faith, but it was like standing on God's word and really depending on my prayer warriors um, to lift me up and to stand with me. And I don't know if we mentioned this last time, but because I'm an empath and I can just, I can feel things uh, very easily. And whenever anybody would just come in my presence and they had one ounce of doubt, I could feel it. It would get all over me. And I would just be like, no, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't talk to you. I, I because I was just in complete, like only, you know, people that believe with and for me, like I can only have them in my space. And I think that's, that's so important when you're going through something so traumatic as a cancer. It's so important to have people, you know, that are just completely standing and believing with you. Like doubters, like, no, I, I can't have that. Do you know? Yeah, because it'll just kind of like bring you down and make you question things. And yeah. You don't, you definitely don't want that. You want to keep your faith and you know, have that hope and that optimism. When I was going through uh, chemo, I was reading books after books after books of like people who have already been through the journey, like on the other side. Um, like That's I think good. Brett Favre's wife has a book out. I can't remember what it was called. I read that one. And then um, a couple other ones too, but just, I, I don't know. I think for me, it was just seeing like, yeah, they're, they're thriving and you know, there's they're still, they're still here. And it just kind of gave me hope because I think a lot of, well, not a lot of people, but I mean, for sure me, and then I know there's others out there as well. When you hear about cancer right away, you think, oh my gosh, this is like a death sentence. Totally. And totally. that really brought me back to realization that, you know, God will bring us through. <laughs> He'll bring me through it. And, and he did. Yes. Yes. He yeah. Did. Sure. Yeah. That's what really person definitely, yeah. definitely different from, you know, before my diagnosis. Mm. I bet Do you, you kind are. of feel like that too? Like since you've had cancer, like, I don't know, some people, this is kind of controversial, but I was watching uh crispy cancer last night mm -hmm. and he was talking about how he, he feels that his cancer diagnosis was a blessing. Mm -hmm. and I feel that way too for myself. And some people look at me and they're like, you're nuts. Like, how can, how can God, you know, put you through something like that, be a blessing. <laughs> and it's like, I, he didn't put us through it. You know, he allowed us to go through it. And through that, I learned so much. I became a better person. Absolutely. Do you I'm, kind of feel the same way? Absolutely. I am a completely different person. My priorities are so different. I'm so much more aligned to who God's called me to be. Like looking back, I was such a watered down version of myself and cancer just was like a wake up call. Like, and that's what it's, you know, a lot of people don't look at it as a wake up call, especially the conventional world, because the doctors, they don't even talk to you about how important changing your diet is. They just want to throw a bandaid over and say, hey, you know, do the standardized plan of care when that doesn't work for everybody. We're completely different. We have all different DNAs and we can't all just do like the blanket one size fits all. It's not going to work. So going to the root cause of why we even got cancer in the first place is, is everything you, you've got to start there. You know, I agree with that. 100%. Yeah. 
I think that's why I watch all those like podcasts and just people that I'm really drawn to like you and like crispy cancer. And there's a bunch of other ones too, because they're, you know, pioneering this whole, like, you need to change your life and, you know, do better because, you know, cancer didn't just like happen for no reason. Right. And you don't want to, I mean, if you want to stay in remission and you want to, you know, feel amazing and be thriving and, and stuff, you don't want to be doing the same things that you did before. Like for me, I, I drank tons of soda, you know, Mm -hmm. like everyday sugar. It was, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel, how do I word this? Like some people, when they're going through, you know, not just cancer, but like a really scary diagnosis of maybe an autoimmune disorder that is devastating, you know, like ALS or MS or something like that. You know, when we go through something like that, it can push us either closer to God or farther away from God. You know, we could doubt him or we could bring him in. What are your thoughts on on that? Like, do you have any feelings or, or something you want to say about that? Yes, I've got lots of feelings. In fact, I was just sharing about that today and how I think it's so important to already have a relationship with God before, you know, a crisis happens, because when you're in a crisis, especially like, you know, cancer or death or something that's very traumatizing, you know, you need to know how to depend on God, how to stand on his word, you know, how to call on him in prayer. Um, You know, it's, do you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's going to be a lot better if you already have that history with God where you can now then you're like, okay, God, I need to learn how to be weaponized to go through this trial. And the only way that I'm going to get to the other side is by partnering with you. And when we do that, it's like, he gives us his perspective. He, he gives us his faith. You know, the Bible talks about how each one of us has been given our own measure of faith. And so oftentimes I'll pray and I'll ask the Lord, God, you've got to increase my faith because I think I'm, I'm thinking small in this area, but I need faith, God, and only you can increase it. So God, would you give me an increased measure of faith? So that's one thing, but, um, yeah, it's it's definitely a crazy journey, but I I don't know how people make it without God in our in something like cancer. And I I you know because I am a wellness coach, I'm meeting all kinds of people, and I'm meeting quite a bit of people that they are so devastated and distraught, and they don't have God, they don't have God, and so that's actually one of the things I love working on um, with my clients is bringing in the the spiritual aspect of things because they're coming to me like okay what are you doing to be healed give me your treatment plan give me give me all the healing modalities and that's great and everything but that's there's more there's more do you know what i mean yeah because i mean it even goes down to the cellular level you know like as far as like your emotions go and stress in your body and stuff too so yes i don't know how i'm 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 with you there. Like, I don't understand how people get, like, when you have a diagnosis like that, the first thing people do is they fear. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have that hope in, in Christ and, you know, have that faith. It's almost like you're lost. Yes. You're questioning. You're like, why did this happen? Why did it happen to me? I mean, 
even so, like we all go through that, but I think it'd be even more for somebody who doesn't have somebody to lean on, you know, mm-hmm. like God and, and to, you know, have God get them through that and have biblical scriptures mm-hmm. for them to lean on and stuff. So yeah, I would just feel, I would feel empty inside. And I think maybe that's, I think that's why a lot of people give up when they, when they go through cancer. Oh, that's a good point. That is exactly right. Or they kind of step into that victim, you know, role to where, why me? I'm a victim. But then there's so much that comes along with that. You know what I'm saying? Like when you wear that victim hat, you're helpless. It's poor me. It's, um, it's really disempowering. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's, there's a lot of work that you have to do to get to the other side. And a lot of people are not, are not willing to do it, but I've seen that the people that are, they become the most transformed. And, and that's where, you know, I always say that healing is such a deep journey back to God. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you say that because, well, for those, for the people that are willing to do the work and, work on the mindset and work on like their beliefs and go to the root cause of, um, you know, getting the cancer, those people that invite, invite God into their situation. It's like, they're so transformed that when they get to the other side and they get healed, they're completely different people. And so it's like, like for my, for my own, I'll just use me as an example. I was a Christian before I got the cancer diagnosis, but I, like I said before, I was living as a completely watered down version of myself. So I was out of alignment. Well, every year I pray and I always ask God to give me a word for my year. So he's giving me, I I can't remember all the words that he's given me, but for the year 2020, which is the year I got diagnosed, he gave me the word alignment. Now, when I got that word, I was like, oh, that's a cool word, God. I love it. Not knowing that he was going to actually use cancer to bring me back into alignment. Um, And so, yeah, just basically people can come under the heavy weight of a diagnosis or they can allow, I'll just use again, cancer or, you know, whatever it is for them to be such a wake up call to step into really who God has called them to be and just allow him to transform them, mind, body, soul, and spirit. And so for me, healing has been such a a deep journey back to God, but just back into that, like that alignment of who, who I am in Christ and who he's called me to be. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's a little different. I mean, it only took you like two months. (laughs) took me about two years. I mean, I I had faith and I had hope and, you know, I, through the process, grew closer and closer to God through it all. Um, But I have to admit, I was one of those in that victim mentality role for a while because I was like, you know, even, even before my diagnosis, I, the day I knew that the nurse was going to call me, I was at a library prepping schoolwork for my kids because I homeschooled and and I was with a friend and I'm like, yeah, it's going to be nothing, you know, because in my mind, I was like, I'm a homeschool mom. I stay home with my kids. I do all this stuff for the Lord. 
he's not going to allow me to go through this because I, mm. you know, I couldn't handle it. Like I'm doing all these things. I'm taking care of my children, you know, bringing them up to know the Lord. And, you know, so I, that was definitely a wake up call for me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so for a while I was in that, like questioning, like why, like nobody in my family has had cancer. I was young. I think I was only what, 37, 35, 37. I don't even know. But I was just shocked. Like, I just didn't understand why God would be allowing me to go through that. But then that's part of the journey. Right. Is, you know, finally figuring out that I, you know, come going through it, I'm coming out of this a better person. And I, I've changed so much. It's, it's incredible. Like, I would not be on this podcast with you had I not gone through cancer. <laughs> exactly. And do you see though, like how, even though like your journey is taking a little bit longer, look at you, you're, you're much more aligned. You're living out your passions with your coaching and all the things that you're doing to educate people. And this podcast, you know what I'm saying? Like all of this, you're, you're much closer to God. I, I, I sense, you know, and so yeah. Yeah. And then just going through it, yeah. you know, and, and my emotions through it, I'm able to help other people. That's right. So I kind of feel like that's part of the journey. That's part of the blessing and all of this is that I can take what I have been through and what I've learned through it all, and I can help other people yes. through the same exact thing. And I feel like God, that this is what he wants. He wants us to, to use our trials to help other people and be a blessing for them. Yes, that's right. Exactly. That's so good. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about like trauma mm -hmm. and how trauma kind of, um, I don't know how to explain it, how it affects cancer and disease. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so before I got diagnosed, I had gone on a journey and I'd gotten certified as a life coach because I've had a lot of trauma in my life. And um, I don't know if you've mentioned or if, you've, if we've talked about this before, but there's a book called The Body Keeps the Score. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. It, it's not an easy read, but it's so transformative. It's such a good book, but there's just different, different like aha moments in the book that resonated with me. But just in my journey of healing, you know, undealt with trauma, it really gets trapped and stored in our cells, which creates dis-ease in the body or, you know, creating your body to be out of alignment. And then that's what creates cancer. And so, you know, my doctor asked me, one of the first questions she asked me was, so why do you think you got a cancer diagnosis? And I was like, what? And I was still in that. And honestly, like going back to what you were saying, you know, victim, I, in the beginning, like I was, I, I came, come on, come under that victim mode. I mean, I was under, it was denial. It was, I was like then victim. Then it was like bargaining with God. Like, God, if you, if you heal me, I'll do anything you tell me to do. I will, you know, all those things. Yes, I, can tell I mean, right? it was like, I mean, so that's all like just part of the whole, like what else I burned candles. I had all toxic cleaning products, toxic makeup. I mean, all the, all the things that are, we're finding out now that are blatant cancer 
causing. And so it was just, it was just like the perfect storm. I have an EMF towers all around me. I, I, you know, was on my phone constantly, did not know about the EMF blocking, you know, phone covers that we can have. I didn't know to turn off my Wi-Fi at night. You know, there's just so many things that now doing this whole, this whole holistic way and going to the root cause of things, I'm like, okay, I, we actually can heal. And I feel like that's my message I want to empower people with is that you can heal. If you are willing to do the work and, you know, and, and that means go on the spiritual journey with God and you're, you're willing to do the, go to the root cause of things and, and get rid of the toxins in your life, including toxic people, you can heal. It's, and you don't necessarily have to do chemo. There, there's multiple ways to heal. And I keep meeting people. Uh, I just met a woman who reached out to me about my immune system products. And sh sh we were talking and uh, she has stage four ovarian cancer. And they gave her three months to live because she denied chemo. And I said, oh, my gosh, how are you doing now? And she goes, oh, that was 13 years ago. And I'm like, What? She goes, I've done no surgery. I've done no chemo. I just have a rock solid relationship with Christ and I'm vegan and I'm doing this and that and all natural modalities. And it's like, you know, we don't hear enough about those stories. You know, that's so empowering to know there are so many people, thousands and thousands of people that are healing in their home using, you know, natural modalities and, and going after the root cause of disease. So I feel like I'm on a mission to just let the whole world know that, you know, you don't have to do chemo. Yes, so. I agree. And honestly, if I could go back in time with my cancer diagnosis, I would have not done chemo or radiation because I was only stage two and my tumor was only like two centimeters. Wow. And it didn't go into lymph nodes or nothing. So once they took it out, they said, everything's good. He said, we just want to do chemo and radiation just in case because you, oh. and I wish I would have not listened. I keep hearing that. I, in fact, I talked to another woman the other day. I don't know what stage it was, but she had breast cancer and uh, they, they did the surgery and then they did a mastectomy just in case. Then she had to do chemo and then she had like radiation or they want to do radiation just in case. But uh, it's like all this just let's take the boobs let's take the lymph nodes just in case it's like oh my god and you have issues totally the longest totally. time especially if you take lymph nodes because then it causes that lymphedema and you know absolutely so now did you lose your hair i don't think i've ever asked you that oh yes i did yeah okay well it started falling out and so i had my um i think it was my my friend yeah. She came over and shaved my head. Mm. And then I, I got a wig and wore, wore all the cute hats. And so, well, not so mm. cute hats. <laughs> yeah. That was traumatizing, but I tried to keep my spirits and, you know, just think positive about it and make it fun. Yeah. My husband yeah. shaved his head too. <laughs> wow. Well, that's amazing. She went from like, three month diagnosis to 13 years later, just from changing her diet, like completely in her lifestyle and yeah, diet and lifestyle, it's not I just mean, diet and lifestyle. Like you said, it's also the emotions and the stress because yes. when you have that stress from that trauma. 
like when I when I was in school, we learned that trauma and stress, like you said, affects like the tissues mm-hmm. in the body and affect, affects the cells in the body and just, you know, gets them inflamed. It also affects your hormone levels. Those get kind of out of whack because of the cortisol. You're always in that fight or flight mode. I mean, even if you don't remember things, like I know some people have trauma and they kind of like store it away and they don't remember it. Like I was abused as a child and sometimes I'll have like little pieces of things pop up that I remember. But then Mm -hmm. a lot of things like when people's people are talking to me about stories that happened when I was a kid, it's like, I don't remember that. Wow. If something bad happens, you kind of store it away and you don't want to remember it, but your body remembers it. That's right. The body keeps the score. You're 100% right. And it affects your body. And And I think I read an article that said people who go through trauma as a child, when they're adults, they're 5,000, there was 5,000% higher chance of them, you know, becoming addicts, becoming suicidal, like it just really affects their life in a negative way. And sometimes they might may not even know it, they may be asking themselves, like, why am I like this? Why am I going through this? And not even connecting their way of living to things that have happened to them in the past. Mm -hmm. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Yeah, the, I, I didn't know that about you. We'll have to talk about that at some point. But yeah, say my childhood was quite traumatic and it led me to make you know decisions I'm certainly not proud of. But, you know, um, that's really when I, tr- you know, turned my life over to God when I was 25 years old and I had this radical encounter with him. And I, I've just been on this journey of, of finding him. And through that, I've really found who I am, you know, as well. So, yeah. And that's the best part. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I just, I'd love to just share, I think um, it's, I'm, you know, what I'm seeing in a lot of my clients and just, just people I'm chatting with the people that really, that get healed, you know, are the people are the people that invite God into their situation. And so really just, uh, just being willing to open yourself up to the whole spiritual aspect of things and, you know, giving yourself over to Jesus, you know, to have a relationship with him because, um, that's everything. And that's really going to help you as well. Get through, through the journey. I'm also seeing a lot of people are having the best results when, you know, doing the natural modalities or at least adding in the natural modalities with what they're doing, those people are all having really great success. So but the mindset piece really plays into it. And so I always encourage people, you know, only believe you have to, you have to be tenacious about partnering with your desired outcome. And if you're not there, well, then there's where the work is that's the work that you know that you need to do. And if you need to hire a coach, if you need there, I mean, whatever you need to do to work on the beliefs and the mindset piece, because it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen and heard of people who, um, gosh, I, I want to try to remember the story. This guy, he, he got a stage four cancer diagnosis. I don't know what kind of diagnosis it was. He only believed Uh, I don't know if he, I think he was a person of faith. He only believed he was going to make it. And then his doctor told him, you know, you only have three months to live. And he partnered with that. He gave in and he stopped fighting 
And so what happened? He's no longer with us today. And so had I given up, I mean, they said words like she's not going to make it. They, they, they still try to say, oh, let's put her on palliative care because I, you know, I won't do chemo. <laughs> um, they say stuff, you know, with, um, they called my husband to prepare him for my death. Um, I mean, there's, it's just crazy what, uh, but if I had partnered with any of that stuff, I would not have fought as hard. So I just want to encourage, you know, your listeners that the mindset piece is everything. And, and if you are struggling to believe then I, if I were in your space, I would make sure and hire someone that can help you do the work, you know, because mm -hmm. it's that powerful. It's that important. So. Yeah, it is. I totally agree. I've heard stories yeah. like that too. When I was going through my, my diagnosis of people who didn't do any treatments, they just, you know, went on like some kind of a sabbatical, like out in the forest or like different places like that, where they can get into nature and just get fresh air yeah. and just, their mind and relax their body and just get one with God. And, you know, they got cancer free just from that. I mean, there's I've a lot heard of that too. stories out there. A lot of miracles. That's right. Yep. So. God still does miracles today. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. So, um, you were, you were saying, um, natural modalities, like what kind of things would you recommend for people if they, you know, maybe they want to do chemo and radiation, but it is highly, I don't want to say required, but it's suggested that you, you know, if you, if you do chemo and radiation, you still need to do some natural stuff mm -hmm. along with it. Yeah. But you did almost all, everything natural. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of things did you do? So my uh, doctor told me basically that cancer is an immune system problem. So we worked on my immune system. And so anybody that I work with, I'm, we're going after immune system and we're going after killing the cancer stem cells. And I always like to paint the analogy of, so let's say there's a bee. So the tumor is a bee and then there's the bee's nest, right? Which is the cancer cells. You have to go after the bee's nest to get rid of like the bees in general, you can't just get rid of the bee and not the bees nest. So that's what killing the cancer stem cells do. So I, I have a huge um, library of things that I recommend to, to kill cancer stem cells. Um, so peptides, B17, frankincense, quercetin. Um, of course, there's high dose vitamin C, hydrogen peroxide, which actually was one of my treatments that I used. And it was very effective, I believe, on killing the cancer. I had two treatments a week and I ended up having to get a port and it went through my port. It actually got rid of, um, I had contracted uh, toenail fungus from my husband. And I don't know if you know anything about toenail fungus, but that's pretty impossible to get rid of. And I got rid of it. And I know it was because of the hydrogen peroxide. So there's there's so many natural things that we can do. But I, I want to, you know, let your audience know that a lot of, um, in fact, most doctors, they don't tell you that chemo and radiation doesn't kill the cancer cells. Yeah. It just shrinks the tumor burden. Mm -hmm. So that's not good. You have to kill the cancer stem cells. Mm -hmm. So working on the immune system is, is so important. And so, um, I, I love peptides. They're doing great things for people. They kill cancer stem cells, 97%. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I, I always encourage people. And I, I like to know what they're doing as well before I make a recommendation, but yeah, there's, there's so much out there way more than 
we have yeah. time to discuss. So many different things that you can target and kind of go after it with. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And the nutrition piece plays a huge part into it. Um, and as you know about Chris Beats cancer, he had stage three colon cancer and he healed himself with surgery and died alone. And they basically threatened him with chemo and he's alive 17 years later. And so, I mean, right there, that's, that shows how important the diet piece is. So, yeah. well, if yeah. you think about it, I mean, you, you said that it's an immune system problem. Mm -hmm. So if you're eating plant-based and you have a healthy lifestyle and healthy food to begin with, your immune system's going to be strong and you'll never get cancer in the first place. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. I mean, it's just, it's, it boggles me. I mean, even myself too, like I'm guilty of this. It's like we eat crappy our whole life until we get sick. And then we Absolutely. get sick, like, okay, I'm going to go eat plants to get me yeah. better. Right. And then I even see people who are healing themselves from cancer by eating healthy. But then once they're healed yeah. they to the way they were eating before. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. That's so true. Yeah, it's it's just because the FDA says it's okay, it doesn't mean it's okay. You know, there's um, studies are coming out about seed oils and how they are major cancer causing and so I'm really having to be a food snob and read all the ingredients and, and it's okay because your life is on the line. So I'm changing a lot of stuff in my life. That is for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Where can like people want to contact you or, or get in touch with you, ask you questions, where can they find you at? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. It's at Erica Matthews 2002. I also have a cancer group on Facebook called Hope and Healing for Cancer. And I think that's it. Awesome. Okay. Oh, also down in the notes. My website. I forgot. My website is ericamatthews.co. If people want to inquire about coaching or um, like you said, ask questions. Yeah, I definitely need you as a coach. You're awesome. Oh, thank you. You are too. <laughs> so, all right. I'll stick all that info down below so people can, can check it out and, and get in touch with you if they want to. But thank you again for doing this. Yes. Thank you so much for thinking of me and having me on the show. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.